Welcome to the Winning Sometimes Show where Clint, Matt, and I share our joy and sometimes hatred for all things games, tech, and today, analog gaming. Yep, today we're discussing board games, what we love about them, what we hate about them, and maybe even if we're indifferent to them. Clint. Anyway, we talk about video games a lot. Really, that's what brought us together, and that's definitely something that we all love. But there's something very different about board games. They satisfy our they satisfy or fail to satisfy our desire for gaming in some very specific ways. Uh, so before we jump into specific games we like or don't like, let's talk about the aspects of board games that draw us to them. And as an additional note, I'm saying board games, but I prefer tabletop. Because board games to me means you have to have a board, right? But I feel a lot of these board games or tabletop games don't need a board, specifically card games. So sorry, that little segue. Okay. Matt. Okay, I thought I thought you were going to uh to like D and D it and I'm like, God, I'm gonna have to talk about D and D again. Well D and D yeah that that's tabletop, tabletop game. That, I, that's that's all part of that smorgasbord of live interaction, of like seeing people, of you know, physical cards, you know, so, or or dice or whatever. For for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from the D and D because I've talked about that uh, before. Uh, so if, if you're if you're new to the to the show or anything like that, go back and listen to like our other like eight <laughs> episodes or whatever. I don't know which one I talked about D and D in, but I'm sure it's one of them. It's probably uh, all of I think them. It's, I think it's the one where we talk about how we chill out. That's true. Yeah, yeah, actually, quite possibly. Which is episode. <laughs> Insert graphic anyway, here. Go watch our entire backlog of podcast episodes. <laughs> and just be glad we're only on episode nine or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ronan, you were asking me a question and I kind of derailed it. Yeah, so what what draws you to board games? Oh, right, right. Uh, so it's funny that you actually did mention like tabletop and I took it as D&D because one of the things that... I absolutely love about board games. Um, don't get me wrong, I love video games too, but um, the absolute unpredictability and unscriptedness, like the outside of the box, I guess you would say, um, nature that board games or card games or tabletop or whatever you want to call it, um, like face-to-face -face games, can really happen. Uh, like in a video game, you are confined by whatever is programmed in there. And yes, there's like some sandbox games and you can do some like crazy stuff. Like I love Minecraft and how you can build whatever you want uh, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but the story I always tell, and this kind of encapsul encapsulates um, why I love board games, is um, this was years ago. I was playing a game called Settlers of Catan. It is... Um, <clears throat> See, and I don't even really like Settlers that much. Like, I see what? Ronan over there with a th thumbs up. It's a very okay game. Like, it, it's, it's, it's a good game. game. Yeah. You no, know, it, it, it's good. Like, yeah, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with it, but I really think um, Settlers is more kind of like that gateway game. Like, it's like, oh, well, I don't like board games. Like, we'll try Settlers of Catan. It's pretty, you know, it's going to be familiar enough to, like, board games you played as a kid and everything like that, maybe on Family Nights or whatever. Um, and it's also going to be interesting as an adult. But beside the point there's a lot of trading that goes on in the game and everything like that and <clears throat> i was playing with my friend and his cousin 
uh, and his, his cousin's wife, if that makes sense. And so they're trying to trade. And at the beginning of the game, everyone's all friendly and nice. Like, sure, I'll <laughs> trade you a sheep for a stone or whatever. And then probably one of the greatest board game like things that ever happened in my, in my life is this guy and his wife. She will not trade him some sheep or whatever the resource is. And so, like, across the table, he just yells, like, your mother was right. You're nothing but a <laughs> whore, and I never should have married you. <clears throat> And that is what I love about board games. Like that aspect right there. Like, while yes, weird things can happen in video games and anything like that, generally speaking, you don't get that like completely out of the box sort of stuff. Because like if you're trading in a video game, it can like you can get really upset about it or anything, but there's probably certain parameters that you can you like you the game makes you stay within. Whereas like a board game you know, <clears throat> you can straight up say like we we all played Monopoly, which again, whatever. But you've played Monopoly where someone's just like, "I'll give you a dollar for everything." Like, okay, cool, and like you do this just ridiculous trade, <laughs> and you may not be able to do that sort of stuff in a video game. So like that, like that ability to be outside the game, to like bend the rules, you know, as long as you don't start a fist fight at the table, which. Right. I feel like happens. that's a completely different episode, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> There's no house Dang, rules, man. That's you're, what I you're love hardcore. Board games. Oh, I, lo- I love board games. I take them super seriously. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk oh, about that okay, later. Okay, but... so, so I, I have a little... I was going to bring this up in my... When I talked talk about video games too, but have you played the Pandemic of series that are like one time only by any chance? I, I, I have not. It's on, it's on my list of things I want to play, but I never okay. have. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that later. But that I haven't played that, but I've read about them, and I would love to play like that kind of game where it's like, uh, it's a one-time only game. Like it's games where you write on cards, you tear up cards, you know, things happen in the game that are permanent. So like it's a long game, but you can only play it like once. And I don't know. That's just to me is I don't so, know. I actually may may talk that I may actually talk about this here later, but I, I don't want to. Okay. I I, w- I will get way overly excited about board games and like spend like take an entire hour to talk about it. Well, so y'all will have to rein me in a little. No, just we'll, so we'll, we, we'll we stop. Have an you hour, go ahead right? and talk about it. We got an hour. Yeah. Well, okay. That that's what that's what I like about that. That's the game. That, that's the question that was asked <laughs> okay. me. That's what I like about board games. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and control myself. <laughs> so what's your what's your um, top? three board games oh geez (laughs) think Um, about it come on emiliano you can you can go you you think about it that's like asking what my favorite band is i know that's kind of well uh like noah was saying about that kind of unpredictability unpredictability of games like that's part of it for me too but like i grew up playing board Mm. games with my family you know my mom loved board games she loved game nights I personally would rather be playing video games at the time, but my mom would force us to come out of our rooms, you know, and we'd play Monopoly. We'd play like, um, um, God, what, what are the other family games? Life. Battleship. Scrabble. Uh, we never, we never got life. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that might've been but, a nineties thing. Um, yeah. Like Uno, we'd play together, you know, so I grew up playing board games a lot, you know, and it wasn't really until maybe like high school, middle school, where I got started getting into the 
like the more advanced gaming with like I had a group of friends that we got into like a, you know Dungeons and Dragons like Node mentioned but we also got into like the beta of Magic the Gathering so we did a lot of that um, um, you know uh, access and well you know so I like the, the 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 family gathering the friends gathering and hanging out aspect of it you know like when we're playing video games a lot of it's like so distant you know you all you hear is 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 uh, is you know voices in your ear but for me the board games is that social aspect that coming together that seeing face to face that laughing you know that 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 enjoyment of each other um, that's what I love about board games the, the the tabletop the sitting around drinking eating you know that's what I love about tabletop games and board games so I don't know Matt I'm sorry, not Matt. Clint. <laughs> sorry, I, <laughs> the, the I, other I, guy. I'm, I'm on my second cup of wine here. Uh, how about you and your experience <laughs> hey, with board games? I left games? my whiskey downstairs so I wouldn't drink it on podcast. <laughs> no, sorry. I, you know, it's funny because I, I absolutely love all those things that you're talking about, right? The the presence, the you know, with the with your friends, you know, eating. You can't you can't grab somebody a drink during a video game. Um, no, maybe in the future sometimes when we get robot butlers, but 50 years ago we thought we'd have them in 25 <laughs> years, so never mind. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love all of those things. I love the social aspect. I I've realized as I got older that I'm really, I am a ambivert, like extrovert, but I have a small extrovert stomach. But I really am jazzed up by hanging out with friends, talking with friends. Like it's one of the reasons I'm on this podcast because hanging out with you guys is awesome um but i don't know it's like board games to me are an inefficient medium for that now getting friends all in one place which for me that's i i say for me um getting people all in the same place is like you can't do that with video games um but like i guess i engage i'm kind of a tryhard in everything by the way um that's like part of the name of our podcast <laughs> winning sometimes like I'm I'm the one that wanted winning in the title because <laughs> um, I want to win uh, so I definitely engage in the mechanics I, I just voted for sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> I definitely engage the mechanics of what are whatever I'm playing so um, l- lots of the times like there's nothing more frustrating for me than playing a game board game that has either RNG like heavy RNG that's like ingrained in the mechanics where there is nothing you can do to plan, you know, demonstrate any kind of skill or, you know, you know, make choices that benefit you. It's like, nope, the RNG decided that you lose. It's like, okay, I hate that. I hate that in video games too. And then there's nothing more frustrating than having a game that's so complex and has, like, I, I know that there's a balance for this, but it's so complex and unintuitive that you just have to play you know, multiple times in order to actually get a handle on it so that you understand what's there. <laughs> For audio, Emiliano is holding up uh, Axis and Allies box in his video stream. <laughs> oh, um, that is a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm just saying that, like, uh, I, I despise games. I despise the mechanics in games where you just... It's like, wait, 
what how did you do that it's like my first time playing the game and they're like oh well there's this card and it has these attributes and it lets you do this and i'm just building this you know this strategy and i've been doing it for 10 turns now and i didn't tell you that was a possibility and it's like i just beat you because this strategy is op and it's like what the f <laughs> that's like I, why did i waste my time playing this game when you were just going to beat me anyway <laughs> right obviously to hang out with my friends and that's the part that i forget in the moment when i'm being a try hard want to win <laughs> kind of person right <laughs> A board game tryhard. I love it. Wow. Oh, yeah. a life tryhard. Okay. I, I, game, game, in, like, insert whatever type of game. And I am always trying to start by winning. But uh, it, it still blows my mind that you're not like a process engineer or something like that. Like, like I feel like you just want to like optimize absolutely every system. And I mean, well, I guess is part of your job, but like, yeah. That's your whole life is dedicated to like I want to like optimize this game. I want to most efficiently do this thing, and I want to win. Yeah. Well, I mean that's part of my that is part of my job. I do software automation all the time. Um. But yeah. So that that's like what kills it for me. And like, man, I <laughs> I, I learned in the last couple of years like the type of game that I absolutely hate, which is worker placement. Uh, that's like the name of the type of game or genre of game uh, and most recently the last one I tried just at lunch you know before COVID <laughs> BC um, like at lunch at work you know some of the guys you know, actually everyone there was a, a group of people that were like hey you want to play this during lunch it's like okay and then we went and played uh, oh it was, it was uh, I, I wrote it down for the podcast uh, Lords of Waterdeep and uh yes yeah and that one was the same what i described earlier where it's like oh well there's this this and this and there's like in lords of Waterdeep, there's like many different types of strategies you could do but none of them are apparent until you draw the thing or read the rule book all the way at the beginning and that's like rtfm is not a culture in software that i rtfm is read the effing manual I'm sorry, I don't have time to read your effing manual. It's like your manual's so poorly written. On, but, on your lunch break. Right, on my lunch break. Why would I want to do that? And I guess that's just not me. I get that some people are really love to engage in like complex rule sets and like learning a system and then like you know cultivating mastery over it. Um, I, I like intuiting systems and and perceiving systems and then. Um, cultivating mastery over it so and well i i completely agree with you on that like there's definitely um uh, like like you said like there's there's a balance between something being intuitive and something having depth i guess would be a a, a polite way of saying that or whatever um and you're right there's a ton of bad board games out there and like a lot of games that i have played that i have not enjoyed um <clears throat> and so like i can like the fact that you don't like board games like i or you know you have not enjoyed playing a lot of board games um i completely understand that and completely respect that because you're right there's just yeah. so many out there um that are just not good or they're overly complicated or they just have some or, or they're boring that's the other thing um <clears throat> and i'm i'm about to to piss ronan off here so that's uh -oh. that's fine 
Um, <clears throat> Bring it on. So, like, one of the games that I don't particularly care for is Axis and Allies. <laughs> and the reason I, I don't like Axis and Allies um, is because, like uh, Clint was saying, it does require you, like, there's a fair amount of learning that has to go into it. It's not, like, extensive, but you do have to, to learn a fair bit. Oh, no, and it, so, it is extensive. It is super extensive. Like, there's, like, uh, production tracks. There's, like, well, all this crazy, like... I, I've played, like, have you ever played Twilight Imperium? No. I've played Twilight Imperium and literally never finished a game because, the, the like, there's just so much to it. It's, like, Axis and Allies that you have to, like, build, like, a 10 by 10 table to play on or something. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, like, Axis and Allies does require a fair amount of learning, and so if you're new, it is somewhat daunting and you just get crushed every game. And then by the time you get experienced, and I know Ronan's probably going to argue against me here, but he's wrong. Um, <laughs> by the time you're experienced, you know how the game will end after the third turn. Because oh. there's very specific things like the strategies, like the optimal strategies. It's like, oh, if you're playing as Germany, if you don't capture all of North Africa on turn one, you've basically lost. Like Russia for the first three turns, if you have not, uh, like it's been a while since I've played it, but like um, if you have not produced X amount of infantry in the first three turns, you're going to lose. Like there's just certain things like optimal strategies. And so it's only ever interesting when you're playing with new people that don't know the optimal strategies. And then, <clears throat> or you're playing with a whole bunch of people who are just going to play not off the meta or whatever you want to call it. And so for me, Axis and Allies gets really boring really quickly. Um, so, yeah, I don't like Axis and Allies. I think that's boring, and I'm not going to go so far as to say it's a bad game. Uh, but, you know, people who like it are obviously bad gamers. That's, you know, <laughs> I'm joking, So hold on, obviously. hold on. Let, let me counterpoint that since we're talking about Axis and Allies. So a little history, right? Um, well, in high school, too. I had a group of friends, and we did all these kind of game Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering. We all did board games. Axis and Allies was one of those games. And there were five of us, four of us, you know, and we all played it kind of learning the games we played together. So, like, I'm, I'm not as familiar as you are with it, but I remember having fun with it with all of us kind of learning to play the game, you know. So we're, we're all kind of, like, bad at it, but we enjoyed the strategy elements. But the thing we enjoyed the most was the social elements because a lot of it, from what I remember... You're making kind of deals with people, like to exchange resources or to like, you know, hey, don't attack me this turn. You know, let us form a little alliance on this border. That way we can leave it lightly defended so I can go do some other stuff too. So to me, that's what Access and Allies is. It's more the social interactions of like, you know, can I make a deal with this person? Can I trust them to hold their end of the deal without stabbing me in the back? You know, um, so I, I'm not an optimal Access and Allies player. Um, I actually bought this copy at Target for like 18 bucks on clearance. Like, and my idea is to someday when my boys are older to play with them and have like a, a long-term game going on and with crush them, them and oh. my wife. I don't know the game. I'm not going to read the rule. I tried to read the rules. I was like, holy shit, this, this is a <laughs> crazy rule book, you yeah. know? But I have memories as a kid or as, you know, a teenager playing this game. So that's why I'm like, you know what? This could be fun. Um, most of my tabletop is more casual, I guess, or more friendly, like 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 uh, Clinton was saying. It, it's not as 
hardcore as this. Um, uh, just because with the family, we have to play games that the kind of kids can play as well. Um, but, you know, like me, me and my wife have dabbled a little bit into other kind of games, which I have a little show and tell pile down here, which I'll, I'll bring it in later too. But. So what I'm so, hearing, what I'm hearing is no fate or a, uh... Matt suffers from skill-based matchmaking and Emiliano is more used to connection-based matchmaking. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah. Well, well, and yeah, and 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 for me, I feel it's more cooperative, you know, cuz we're kind of I, I don't know. Um I guess that's, that's that's another game type too, but um So, I guess I guess my follow-up question on that um off of your, you know, how you experienced and learning together and everything like that. Um, you mentioned like forming little alliances. Have you ever played diplomacy? I don't know. I feel like there was a time where I was playing a lot of these like online board games. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that was so, one of them. Uh, in the taco group, I know that a few years ago we set up one and we played, um, we played diplomacy online and it's, it was originally a board game. Yes. Um, and for and those I, of you who I, are I not familiar with diplomacy, which is probably everyone in this chat, but maybe some of you listening are, are familiar with it. Um, despite the name, it is anti-diplomacy. Basically it's just, ba it should be just called backstabbing <laughs> is what the game is. <laughs> but effectively it's like a world war two type scenario. And you can be like Italy, you can be Germany, all sorts of stuff. And you are, it's super simple and basically, the whole point is you're just trying to take over the world. And in order to do so, you obviously can't fight everyone at once. So you have to make little alliances here and there and kind of trust people to actually hold to them. And so I feel like, to me, diplomacy is a great game because of its simplicity. It's like Axis and Allies, you know, where you're still fighting and moving pieces or risk or something like that. Um, but it's very, very simple. It's one to one. Like if you have more stuff, you win, like period. <laughs> So a lot of it is just like, hey, Clint, I swear I won't invade you or whatever. And uh, sorry, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> the game that we had with uh, the tacos. I still remember this had to be like six years ago or something like that. Eusetic Mike. Eusetic Mike. All right. Broke our alliance and I would not let him live it down for years and as you can see I've still not let uh, let go of it I thought it was eutectic is eutectic you said it eutectic eutectic I think you're right okay anyway yeah. sorry sorry e I'm not an Englishologist <laughs> yeah <clears throat> Mike anyways and so like honestly for me and that 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 can be played very slow as well um, like you can take like days between turns and things like that. It doesn't matter. And so for me, I think honestly, and this is maybe a suggestion uh, for Clint, that may be kind of your combo of skills or games that are kind of easy to learn that still throw that social aspect at it, at it so that, you know, if you're playing with Emiliano or whatever, you can message him all day. It's like, move your troops off the border. Like, you know, come on, man. Like, don't you trust me? That sort of stuff. Um, and so like, I really like, like those sort of games. And whereas again, some like Axis and allies, I, eh, it's very, have, have you played a lot of meh. Axis and allies? Cause I haven't, it's like, I, I know there are a lot of those types of games that are like super complex, super drawn out. Like there's a whole genre of like world war two, mm -hmm. like, like long form tabletop games, like, 
I and played I, Axis and Allies like probably every other week for a year. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. and we kind of stopped. I'm never when... playing with you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, this this was probably sweaty, a decade sweaty. ago, so I don't even remember the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, well, so so um, Matt, you you told your story about like diplomacy, kind of on the same vein for me at least, uh, with the same group that I that I did Access and Allies with and Magic. One of our group brought in a game called Shogun. Shogun Warriors. Shogun, kind of like Access and Allies, a little more simplified. Um, but I remember there was a, a point in that game where I looked my friend in the eye and I said, Hey, don't attack me this turn and we'll both attack this other guy and I'll let you win after we do that. I just want to make sure he doesn't win. Right. And I remember it was my turn after we made this agreement, this verbal agreement where we looked each other in the eyes and I look at the board and I realize that if I attacked him and the other guy, at the same time, and my and the roles again. A lot of these games are RNG based, but if my roles were good, that I would kill everybody and win the game, and I did, and I won. <laughs> and since then, like this guy constantly, brings, you know, they, they ever trust nobody trusts me again. anymore. Nobody trusts me anymore. I looked every him time, in the eyes, every time he looks and I in said, the eyes. "I won't attack you. You can win. I just want to kill this guy." I killed them all, and I won, and it was beautiful. <laughs> So see that like like that kind of interactions, that is what I I still remember that. That must have been 93, 92 that that happened. And I still fondly remember that game. You know, I should ask them if they remember that as fondly as I do. (laughs) I remember it fondly. Fondly is probably not the word. You may enjoy the results. Of asking them that. But I remember that game, you know, all these years back. And that was like, you know, like we'd have sleepovers and we'd try new games. Um, like I remember like one time they brought over a, a Car Wars and it looked like someone had hand drawn this, these little, 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 little tabs of cars and this like hand drawn map. And we played it and we loved it. And I, I think it was called Car Wars or something like that. Um, but, you know, like, like, like that's kind of my uh you know it's 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 like a warm bowl of ramen you kind of just just sip that, that that's what board games are to me um but again like 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 matt had mentioned if, if they're bad games and i don't i don't think apart from access and allies i don't think i have any bad games or bad experiences so mm. i don't know i'm, yeah, I'm kind of curious oh go, go ahead, ahead well i was gonna i was gonna ask you a question but go ahead with your oh thought. go for it yeah i can i, I can tack what i was gonna say on at the end so, Clint, what was the thought that I just interrupted? Oh, damn. <laughs> Foiled again. Um, I will say that I... It's not that I dislike board games. Um, I am willing to try, and I am willing to, like, learn, even if it, you know, if it's more complicated. But as soon as I sniff out a mechanic, that's just like, oh, well, this doesn't matter what inputs I have. That person just knows how to get it quickly. You know, that's the kind of stuff that shuts it down. And then I feel like I've wasted my time. And I think I've talked about how I feel about wasting time <laughs> on, on the podcast before. I, I hate it. Spoiler. Um, so um, there are games that I, I mean, I've played board games. I mean, I've played Catan up the wazoo. I've played um, uh, Ticket to Ride, I think. Is that, oh. is that the one, the train game? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I've played some others. Uh, I can't yeah, remember now. Ticket to Ride. I... Hey, yeah, 
That one's the, a good one. The kids, the kids enjoy this one. Like they can play it, you know, like simple, good mechanics. And, you know, I'm a fan of board games that are kind of like semi-cooperative or ones where like, you know, um, you're not trying to screw the other player as much, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I have fun with those kinds of games. I, I think that I do too. And that's, that's like part of it is like when I can turn off my winning brain, then I'll, I'll probably have more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the game is you know super what? intuitive and go ahead, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest Matt, that for the sake of Clint, our friendship, this one. Oh. This Pandemic. is a cooperative board game. Either we all win or we all lose. It's fantastic. Pandemic. Cool. So, so I'm, and this is I'm gonna suggest that. In order for us to remain friends, we may never want to play board games together. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> because you're you're like me, aren't you? No, 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 no. I am not like you. I am vindictive. Oh, okay. Um well, so <clears throat> to some degree I can I can deal with that. Like then you're competition and I actually I enjoy the competition. Now, if you are like literally trying to like ruin our friendship and be like, by the way, this doesn't this doesn't end at the game. I'm actually trying to just make your day and life <laughs> terrible. Then I might have a problem with it. But like, you know, if there's no conflict, whether it's me winning or losing or I don't know, it's interesting. So it, it's not it's not that kind of vindictive. So. <clears throat> And, and this, again, is something that it's a little bit harder to do in video games and why I really like it in board games. There is, like I talked about, like how there's like kind of a set strategy that you need to have for uh, certain games, like Axis and Allies, if you want to win. Right. Well, what happens when you're playing with someone that's not trying to win? That's me. <clears throat> mm. Like... There are so many games that I play where I am not trying to win. I'm either trying to make everyone lose or just like make it. So I just want to see to the win. world burn. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Honestly, yeah, I, I love like I love that. Like that. That's fun. That's interesting. How can I both compete against the mechanics of the game and the other players and the guy who doesn't want me to win? <laughs> like. That, that makes it more interesting and, and fun for me. Because that's another thing about board games is that, you know, in my opinion, they're somewhat static. Like, if you play a game every other week, you're going to reach the limits of its variety. And uh, and that's why I'm, I'm going to wait till he till uh, Matt... Go ahead and show it. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. Okay. Well, that's why I, um, one of the games, it's not technically a board game. It's a deck building game. It's called Dominion. Um, is a fantastic that's, that's game. That's a tabletop game. Tabletop it's a, game. Yeah, it's a table. Okay, that's right. Tabletop game. Um, I love that game so much. It is so fun. And even as a beginner, um, I'm not going to go too deep into the mechanics of the game, but there are like three basic mechanics that are true for any strategy that you do. You have... A turn and every turn you can play cards that give you actions more cards or um or more money and you need to use money to buy victory points and the more victory points you have you win and there are so many types of cards 
that get you those that give you know some combination of actions or and then there are special cards that let you like have more actions next turn action is is the ability to play a card so you can keep chaining cards together if you have more actions anyway um that creates such a massive like variety of strategies that there is no winning like just silver bullet there is no this is the way you win if you don't know about it you're screwed it's like no there are only there's only 10 types of cards on every game and the the deck is like depending on how many expansions you have you could have 130 different types of cards and so at every game you play you pick 10 of those types of cards and that's that's your set and then you can you can buy those cards so it's like every single game has 130 it's not 130 factorial what is it or is it 130 factorial different varieties of um different possibilities and combinations uh well it would depend on okay i'm not no we're not doing math here okay okay (laughs) anyway there are many many combinations oh oh 10 10 by 130 are we doing NPR and CR? How how we calculate? Okay, that's good. that's good. Is it combinations or permutations? They would be combi- combinations, because there's no re- repetition. Repetition doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, uh, enough statistics. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's so many, so much variety, and like really, it all it comes down to is those mechanics that I was talking about: the actions, the the money, and the the plus cards, and as as a beginner, I mean, as long as someone explains it to you right, you know, in a, in like a 10, 15 minute explanation, you you can see. I mean, it, it's a better game. It's like it's like software development. <laughs> it's like logic, and you're like writing your your code in what how how you build your deck, and it's like, I guess that appeals to me as a software developer. So it's like. <laughs> I have one game. Do you still do you still draw your cards? Like, like is it a random draw, or do you get to choose? You get to choose, but you need money. So you you start okay, so, out. So it's it's not like a deck that you pull randomly from. So you have a deck of cards, and you draw randomly from that deck of cards. You okay. start with three victory points and ten and ten gold, I think, and then you when you draw the the or seven copper. And then you draw five cards every turn. And then you can use, if you draw copper, you can use those to buy cards. And then cards are like three, four, or five coin. Um, And then once you buy the card, it goes into your deck. And then you shuffle it. Next turn, you draw five. and, and, And so on. So you build your deck. And I didn't mean to explain the whole game. But you build your deck so that the randomness of drawing from your own deck you hopefully have a bigger distribution of good cards or cards that synergize together and give you more actions to get more coin in your hand so that you can buy as many victory points as you want. And the expansions are really well designed so that, like, it's just always interesting. And then then certain players are more vindictive than others because there are attack cards, you know, on top of, of those actions and plus cards and those mechanics. And then there are there are some games where the whole idea because you can trash cards with certain cards to like remove the extra crap out of your deck. So some players they just run a really lean deck that has like eight cards in it, and they're all money cards or something. 
so that they can just buy victory points every single turn. So they like build up their deck and then trash everything down to just what they need and then they just buy coin every time. And then once you run out of you know certain amount of victory points, then the game's over and they win because they have the most. So anyway, that so- I guess I guess I do like <laughs> board games. They just have to like conform to my own tastes. <laughs> I guess that well, makes sense. Well, that's kind of a stupid slice. thing to say. <laughs> No, no, because because at the beginning you said that you didn't like the RNG, and I feel like pretty much every single tabletop game has some element of RNG inherently built into it, be it like okay. the drawing the deck, a dice right. roll, or whatever. It just seems like maybe you don't like the 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 games that have like a, an advantage to people who have played it for longer than you have. You know, that's probably and, it. Um, and I can see that where, like, you know, like, you know, Access and Allies, like, I'm not going to play it with people that are seasoned pros like Matt because I would bang my head against a wall for a long time. I want to play with someone at my skill level, you know, so that I would enjoy it as well. Yeah. But, yeah, but look, oh, here's here's another show and tell. Some more card games. <laughs> Some more card games. Exploding Kittens, fun game to play with kids. Star Flux, <laughs> fun game to play with the wife while you're drunk. Okay, I'm putting a bookmark there. Munchkins okay. is just a fun game to play because it is so ridiculous and so fun. Matt, have you played this Munchkins? I I have played Munchkin. Um, so, so, sounds like you don't like it. No, I like everything except one rule, and this is like every. And this may just be like the kind of people I play games with. I always try and explain games to people because like. My job at work is I explain things to people. That's my job. That's what. I, so I'm actually pretty decent at it, despite what I may display on this show. <laughs> um, so I always try to explain things. They're like, oh, just let me see the rule book. I'm like, no, please, please don't. Because in the rule book of Munchkin, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, is if there's a disagreement about how a rule is interpreted, whoever is the loudest is correct. Oh no! That's in the rule book, and so naturally, all my friends find that rule, and they're like, "Wait a second. I was like, "Oh God, this is going to be a long night." No, so, thank so you. that's what I don't like <laughs> about Munchkin. Um, I know it's supposed to be a fun rule. It is not a fun rule. <laughs> rules, contradictions or disputes. When the cards disagree with the rules, follow the cards. Any other disputes should be settled by loud arguments among the players with the owner of the game having the last word. Hey, this is a little different. The owner oh, yeah, of the that, game. That's, that's a bit different than uh, having what the I last saw. Maybe, maybe they got sued for like rules there. They had to yeah. nerf the rules. Matt, you did it. You 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 changed you changed Munchkin, I changed Matt. Munchkin. You did it. Congratulations. Like so yeah, it's I mean, it's a, it's a decent game. I just like it, if you're going to start an argument, Munchkin's the game to start it in. So, Yeah. I think the, the... I've played Munchkin's, but when I had it explained to me, because we didn't have time for me to read the rulebook, which I don't like anyway, as I explained, <laughs> uh, they didn't explain it enough. And so I, you know, as I was playing my first game, I had many, many... Hey, wait, what did, what did you just do? How, how did you do that? Oh, well, it's because of this rule that I didn't really explain to you, and it allows me to do these things that lets me beat you. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and that, that sucks. <laughs> so so. Uh, a game, one of the ones that, that Emiliano had there that you may 
either absolutely love or absolutely hate are the Flux games. Uh, because the way the Flux games work, and Emiliano, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, well, it's been a while but the way, the way that they, they work is the only rule when you start is you basically, I don't remember how many you have in your hand, but you draw one, you discard one. Like, that's the only rule. And you have certain cards that, like, you can play that have certain, like, characters or whatever on them, and you also have rule cards. Oh, And yes. so you can play a card in the middle of the game that says, instead of drawing one, you now draw five. Instead of discard- discarding one, you discard your whole hand, and you can keep adding rules. You change the rules. Yeah, well, well, and so you, you can change you the rules. The as old you go. rule, and the new rule takes effect. Yeah, absolutely. So it's you don't need to really know anything about the game because the rules get made up as you go. And so it's actually um, one of those ones if you have like a group of people that you don't really have, you can't explain how to play Axis and Allies to them because, like, guys, we've only got like twelve hours. We don't have that kind of time. Um, you hours can, a hell of a lot of time. you know, play. You know, it acts as an ally. There's a lot of rules. Um, yeah, you can play a, rules. a flux game, and it's really easy to pick up on. I mean, because even like 30 seconds in, you're like, oh, I, I get this. Like, I've played that game with people who, um, with like non English speakers, you know, mm-hmm. um, and as long as they could read, you know, what was on the card, like, they basically got what's going on like they would take their phone or whatever and translate what the card said and they could play the game <clears throat> wow like so it's a very simple game to pick up that's cool so yeah but yeah card i i consider card games in in this conversation um like here, here, here's another little show and tell the, the the you know podcast can't see but my wife grew up with the game called mastermind and this is an old box this is like from her childhood that's 70s and it's basically yeah it's like basically one person does a a pattern here and they try to guess it up here with the different you know uh nubs and 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 you see if they're right or they're wrong this is like an old school game it's Uh, like one one one-sided battleship or are there two sides uh there's one side uh, a person has like 12 chances to guess what the pattern down here is up here it's it's a fun game but it's like you versus someone else and you have 12 turns to guess what their pattern is which is not a look lot. at this look, so look, it's like look, a, look how old. a code how, breaker kind of thing kind of like code breaker yes but the original look at this deluxe mastermind oh <laughs> oh the so deluxe much so much history but yeah i mean i i i love board games um and i i i think that's where my love in video games of rpgs kind of come in um, cause I love those, those RPG mechanics of kind of growing your character. Um, uh, there's one game I played for a while called uh, hero clicks. Did you hear hero clicks, Matt? I know you're kind of into yes, that. Yes. Yeah. Um, did you ever play that? I had a, a, I had a lot of hero clicks. Oh, I loved hero, hero clicks. It's like, you have like a, a grid, like, you know, cubes and it's like, I don't know how big the grid is, but like you have like terrain and stuff. You're moving your characters around and you're and it's superhero based. Heroclix was. I I I went to tournaments for this. Like I went to Comic Con wow. in San Diego, 
and I played in tournaments over there for HeroClix, and I've won some prizes from playing it. I mean, it's uh, it's like a strategy yeah, game. For, for those of you who don't know what HeroClix is, um, effectively think you have little figurines where their stats, like how much damage they do, how much defense they have, um, is on the base, and as they yeah. take damage or something like that, you spin them, and it changes their stats. Exactly. So as they take damage, they may take, they may not be able to output as much. Or like if you're playing as Hulk, as he takes damage, he is able to do he more. He gets stronger. Yeah, he gets stronger. <sighs> so, um, but yeah, it's basically you've got your little superhero, and you move him around the map, and you try and beat up everyone else. That that's what Hero Clicks is, and I find it hilarious that you like went to Hero Clicks tournaments like i don't know why i find that funny but that's hilarious to me why you know hero clicks is like i i found groups for dungeons and dragons when i lived on the east coast like i i, I replied to a was it like an ad on a board somewhere it's like you're looking for one player for for dungeons and dragons like oh i'll call this number and i met these random guys i could have <laughs> been killed it could have been you know but i met them and it was great yeah I had a fun time i'm you surprised know. yeah yeah it it like, was was one of those like the, the pull tabs, right? Yeah, yeah. Could, call this number. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that that's like something that could have been in Stranger Things. Like, it's that's such a, like a nostalgic, like happy memory. Like that's like almost too sweet to have happened. <laughs> like it did. That, you know, that's pretty. Well, I mean, incredible. now it's all on like message boards and stuff. On well, not people don't even use message boards. I don't even know what low. Like, if you're young, please, like, DM me and tell me what y'all use to find, like, gaming partners, because I don't know. Like, Probably mostly Discord, community Discords. Or Reddit. Reddit's huge, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's I mean, that's where I go, but, I, again, I don't know if the young kids do that or not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, like using, I don't know like, the, the TikTok. Yeah. I don't the, know the they're, Snapchat. They're finding their board <laughs> the game TikTok. buddies on TikToks. Who knows? That That's not me. Sorry. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Put your kicks away. It's time for bed. <laughs> I can't do that. Um, so, but but the, these guys that I met in Virginia for Dungeons and Dragons, they're the first guys that showed me dipping uh, Wendy's fries into the Wendy's Frosties. Oh my gosh! I was like, really? "What the heck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you dipping your fries?" <laughs> you know, it's not bad. I it's not bad. I did that on my own as a kid. <laughs> I didn't have anybody tell me. I, I was never, like, I love ice cream. I love fries. Let's see how it tastes. <laughs> I never would have thought of that, you know. But one day I go, I enter the room where we're playing, and there's a dude with his frosty, like, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> so, yeah. Tabletop games. So, I actually do want to touch on something that um, you mentioned, like, with, like, the, the pull tab or whatever. Um, and that's like, and I know like we hear about this so much, but like the plague or the pandemic, right. Um, and how, like for me, that's really sucked because I don't like social interaction a lot, but one of the things that I love to do is play board games and it's been really hard to do that with, um, you know, without being able to be within six feet of people. And so um, I'm actually really excited that, you know, I've been vaccinated. A lot of my friends are getting vaccinated and we are starting to get back in that thing where people are like, Hey, I'm going to come out of my cave this weekend. You want, you want to, you want to play board games or whatever? I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes I do. And so, um, that's really exciting. I'm so glad we're getting past that because like legitimately it's probably been 
like 15 months or something like that, 16, 17 months. I don't know since I've played a board game with more than just Rachel or whatever, you know? And so, um, I'm really excited to be able to play board games again. And I know how nerdy that sounds like everyone out there. Like I was like, I'm going to go to the bar. I'm like, I'm going to play board games. (laughs) Yeah. Last, last March is when we went to lockdown. Cause I remember, cause you know, March like 14th, I grabbed my stuff from the office and brought it home. So like March last year was when we yeah, did the well, lockdown. What I'm saying, like the, um, <clears throat> I think the last time I had, I, I had like a board game night with anyone, like whether it was at my house or somebody else's place, um, I think was like January of 2020, something like that. January, Ooh. like late January, early February. So yeah, it's been a minute since I've played like a real board game. What did you play? I think we played Arabian Nights. I don't remember. It was one of my friend's games. I think I have that in my app. I, I have a lot of board game apps on my phone. I have phone. that in my app. So to, I have to get to ride on my phone. We could do some asynchronous to get to ride. Um, <laughs> so, and that, that's that actually, cool. and I don't know, I want to say Clint mentioned this earlier, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, like the ability of getting people together, um, like, trying to get a group together is like it's actually really cool that you were able to even play a game on your lunch break because that's actually nice to have you know it's like hey we're all here at the same time because that is one of the like big issues with board games and that's i think where video games comes in it's like whatever man i can pick it up anytime and there's i'll play with people in in like japan or vietnam or whatever it doesn't matter what time it is so there's pros and cons i i will say from the stories that, that Clinton has told us, I feel like he doesn't have very good board game partners because they, they seem to be real punks to him when he plays. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Clint, but I mean, I pull, pulling a rule win on someone that's new to a game. Yeah. It's kind of a punk move. You that, know? That's, that was, that's not cool. That was a while ago. That was when I worked at GameStop and I, had, I was playing with some GameStop buddies. Um, I haven't, haven't played with them. The Lords of Waterdeep was work um, after the Dominion days. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a matter of, of, I guess, lately, the last, like, probably five, five to seven years, I have not had as much time. So time is really valuable to me. And I have, I have a, I have a million hobbies, guys. It, it's not cool. I don't recommend it because you want to do them all. So it's like my time is so limited that I I just I just can't abide wasting it. So when whenever like I've got a buddy right now, he's a work friend um, who's turned into just an awesome life friend, um, and he loves board games. Cool. And he has you know he's a little bit actually he's probably a little older than than you two. Maybe well I don't have to go there. <laughs> Sorry, but. Uh, he he's got some like best friends that he plays board games with all the time and he's invited me several times but i'm just like i don't know man <laughs> he's he's you a good go. guy so i i, I probably will well, eventually it, it's just it makes sense though it's it's just i gotta hype myself up and be like okay i'm ready to like wait i'm ready f- to be okay if this is a waste of time even if it is it might not be but you know it's that kind of thing where i'm like i've been stung in the past and i'm like eh, i don't know if i well, it, it's it seems like it could be for you. It's very polar either. You're like, Oh, I'm going to have a great time or 
I am going to regret waking up this morning. Like that's, <laughs> that's kind of how it feels like you're yeah. being pulled there. And so it makes sense for you to be like hesitant of being like, oh yeah, let's go play board games because you could really not enjoy it. Right. No, it, it's not so negative. It, <laughs> I'm definitely not like, oh, this is the end of the world. It's more like, oh, well, I could have done something else with my time. And that's really kind of annoying. Um, it's good I, to talk I these mean, things for, out, though, because I didn't realize that I was reacting it to it so negatively. It's like I am choosing yeah. not to do something for, you know, way in the future because of these small little speed bumps that I've had. Therapy sometimes. Hey. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, uh, have you tried Star Wars Armada by any chance? I, I have not. Okay. Because that's, that's, Star Wars Armada is like a miniature game, uh, but you don't need like a map it's all done with like uh, not rulers but they have they have like i guess rulers to do like the movement and the churning and stuff of like that too i kind of want to get into it star wars armadas but it's kind of expensive um and show another show and tell element that the podcast won't be able to see but i have an old game called star warriors which it's a hex-based g- starship game that's kind of like star wars armadas I played this as a kid with this gaming group that I was telling you about before. And I still have this game. And this is a fun game. The The map is super huge. But Star Warriors, I want to get into Star Wars Armada. I feel like we should have a meetup and do some board game together. And I think that would be <laughs> Well, awesome. I feel like we should just see each other in real life, like, period. Like, Well, yeah. No, but, but I, I meant like, you know... We, we could play we could play a game and have some drinks and pizza or tacos or whatever whatever you want I'm, I'm, yeah you have to have i'm down that but making um, plans sometimes making plans that should be actually the name of our of our offshoot podcast <laughs> making plans sometimes and it, it'll be like a 10 episode mini series of us trying to meet up at some point in the future it's just like nothing but calendars and scheduling conflicts well <laughs> yeah, yeah on nope. wednesdays i can't do tuesday but 7 p.m on a friday is okay so in this episode we came dangerously close to meeting up will we meet up next time <laughs> Perfect. tune in next week. dangerously <laughs> awesome okay well there you have it things that we like and don't like about board games and what's becoming a recurring theme on the show we're all very different gamers, even when it comes to board games. So Absolutely. now it's your move. As always, let us know how we're wrong. Uh, what did we get wrong about board games? Is there any? Is, are there some games you think we all need to try? Uh, what's your favorite board game? You can tell us on our YouTube channel, Winning Sometimes Show, where we'll have video for this and other episodes. We have Twitter at WW Sometimes Show. Yep. We sometimes win games on twitch.tv slash winning sometimes show. Or you can yell at our inbox with show at winningsometimes.com. And finally, we have a website, winningsometimes.com. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.